0: and welcome to the Saxophone Academy podcast. I'm Dr. Wally Wallace.
1: And I'm Dr. Susan Fanter. And
0: today we're going to open the mailbag, answer some of your questions and talk about... Lifelong learning. Lifelong learning. Yeah. D- delve deep into neuroscience, right, Sue?
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, right, Wally. <laughs>
0: oh, hope you enjoy the episode.
1: <laughs>
0: Woo. So Sue, what made you think about the, the, the topic uh, of, of lifelong learning? Well, you and I are both lifelong learners.
1: Yeah, and I think probably most people are.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you or, even you friended me on Duolingo recently.
1: Yeah, that's right. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm
0: not going to accept that, so you can see my, <laughs> my shame on Espanol.
1: Oh, I, I'm so bad. So I'm working on Swedish right now on Duolingo, and it's just fun. I mean, some days I kind of like get sucked into it, and I'll do a few lessons, but yeah. most days I like do one lesson so I don't lose my streak. Right. If anybody who's into Duolingo knows what I'm talking about. I get, I about get real it. competitive. There was I this, just don't want to lose my streak. I'm like 200 yeah. and some days, man. I know.
0: So as, as musicians, how does that translate? To what what got you thinking about lifelong learning?
1: Well, I not too long ago, I had a gig with the North Carolina Symphony um, that was a tribute concert to the music of Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was a, I think it was a five saxophone section. So two tenors, two altos, Barry, the full big band section, which they don't always do with orchestra. Sometimes they short it to just three saxes or something like that. Right. And I was really happy to be asked to play. And they uh, they invited me to play tenor. I'm thinking, okay, great. I'll probably get second tenor, which would be great. Because some of these other guys who are in the section, you know, they do jazz more regularly than I do. Sure. But I get there, um, uh, the set list or everything, and I find out, I'm on tenor one. And I'm like, okay, well, hopefully it's just like big band parts and it's all written. And so then, of course, I always go and get the music ahead of time because I want to show up prepared. You know, I don't want to underestimate these things. Right. I've made that mistake too many times in the past. The charts can be hard.
0: Oh, yeah, which is, which is why, like, when I, I have some students that freak out. I'm like, I got to get better at sight reading. It's like, pros don't sight read that much if you do your job well.
1: Not that much. We, no, like, I mean, yeah. I in mean, the In the military yeah.
0: band, like, I can't. Think of a time, even like now, the the top tier military man auditions. They don't really care about can you read something you've never seen before. Like they will mail you a big old packet of stuff. Can yeah. you learn it fast? Yeah, yeah, and
1: well, yeah, and play it really well, which is yeah. a different
0: skill than 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 sight reading.
1: It is, yeah,
0: yeah. I so mean, anyway, the so, way so, so to get
1: better at sight reading is to sight read. I mean, but. That's another, that's another subject, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
0: thank you for that critical, th- wait, wait, I Sue, mean, what's the, I, what's the way to get better at chess? Don't tell me.
1: Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like if people say, oh, how do you get to be so good on the palm keys on the Soprano? I'm like, you're going to really hate this answer because yeah. it's going to be like practice. <laughs> yeah.
0: I read this book called On the Palm Keys by Joachim Quantz. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: So, <laughs> well, it's like, so, okay, it's so like you're, getting a gym membership and thinking you're going to get in shape. Right. What? I have to go and exercise. Well, like if you don't get in shape,
0: it's like, I joined the wrong gym. Yeah, That's it. Okay.
1: So I got this gig and I ended up on first tenor. And so I get the music and there are four solos. And I'm like, oh my God. So three of them have written out solos. I'm totally going to do the written out solos. But I go and I listen to recordings and I try to make sure that I play... Think about the articulation, think about the phrasing, think about the sound, how they're playing. Um, people make the mistake when they're classical players and they go to play jazz or funk or R&B and stuff like that of thinking it's okay to um, not play in tune, mm, not okay. You listen no. to those guys who do that stuff full-time, they are dead on with the pitch all the time. No. So then there was this one where there were there was no written-out solo, and it was— uh, uh, isn't she lovely and I went online and I found Sonny Rollins playing multiple 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 choruses on isn't she lovely That's gold mine yeah and I only had to do one chorus so I like I found one that seemed like oh that'll be cool and I just transcribed it and then learned it and played it and I thought well okay so I could have gone to the other players and said guys really you put me on first tenor Seriously? No. And then I thought, no, I'm not going to do that because I like playing with the North Carolina Symphony. I want to get called again next time. So I just did the work. It's scary because that's outside of my comfort zone. And it just made me think about being a lifelong learner and being willing to get out of your comfort zone. And it's harder with something you're good at. You know, like right. like getting out of my comfort zone to go learn how to be a better gardener, that's fine.
0: Yeah, because if like, yeah, I I'm like when I do home repairs, it's a joke. Like if someone said like, <laughs> While you didn't, you know, this is supposed to not fall over. And I'd be like, (laughs) fine, whatever, man. It's not (laughs) my, I don't care.
1: Well, and if you mess it up and have to do it a second time, your ego isn't really super involved in that. So I I play play
0: online video games with my son and people trash talk, you're trash, you're garbage. Like, but I'm good at life.
1: There you go, right? Yeah, like,
0: right. I'm good at my job.
1: <laughs> so it's it's easier with stuff right, right, right. that you're not you don't care. you don't care if you're good at it. Well, okay, you'd like to be better, like history. So I'm listening to a lot of audiobooks, books, uh, nonfiction audiobooks these days because I do a lot of driving because I commute. And I love it, and i'm i'm it's fine with me to realize how little I know. And how much there is to know, and I'm enjoying learning, and it's great because my ego isn't isn't so messed up with that. But being right. a lifelong learner at a thing that you do in some areas quite well, or at least expected to be good and authoritative at it, Wait, it's what? harder to be a lifelong learner right. you know and step out and, and say, okay. And so what was really fun about that gig is there's the guy who played um, Second Alto, can I say his name?
0: I, why couldn't you? Okay. Well, are you? Are you about to trash talk him? No, I'm going to say nice case, things about him. In which case, still go ahead.
1: <laughs> Jeff Bear was playing second alto on that gig. He teaches at um, East Carolina okay. University. He's got like he's got a classical training um, undergrad, but I think he did grad degrees, or maybe he did undergrad. I don't know. I won't he, hold that in against he's him. He's got a degree um, from North Texas where he really focused on jazz. So the guy's a really good jazz player, plays beautiful classical music too. So anyway- you know, I was just talking to him, super nice guy. And at some point he, I think, realized that it would be okay to say something with me because, you know, I'm like, my ego's checked at the door. I'm there to do a great job on the music, do the best I can and just bring it, right? Right, right. And, and uh, total humility or trying, trying to do my best while projecting that I've got I've got yeah. like I've got the I mean, I got this. But I can at the same I can learn, but like, also
0: don't fire me, bro.
1: Please, Exactly. <laughs> and so he leans over at one point and he says, So, Sue, um, you sound great. Uh, but you know, something you could try and just play around with, like having your your lower lip out a little bit more and see what that does for your sound. Just just play around with it. So one of the solos I had to do was on un- on Unforgettable, the the Natalie Cole, um, you sure, know Sure, yeah unforgettable and the sax goes just great solo it's all written it's all written there it's the solo that we all know from the recording right and so i i try to live i'm like oh yeah it fattens up the sound a little bit and, you know he looked over and he's like gives me a thumbs up and so it was just so cool to like you know have him feel comfortable enough that i was going to you know not turn back to him and say dude mind your own damn business oh sorry <laughs> or something like that you oh, know <laughs> great
0: thanks sue
1: you know so anyway i it just got me thinking how how important it is to be a lifelong learner Wait, and sue, and I, the humility I, it takes
0: i got i got something i need to show you okay um i can't i can't find it I have a I have a uh, a bad language bleeper now. You've
1: got a bleeper.
0: Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, no. But
1: oh no, that's going to be not, our first bleep ever.
0: I'm not sure where it is, so I'm just <laughs> I'm going to quit looking for it.
1: Oh, there. I got a cricket. <laughs> that's <laughs> I <know>. so cute. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's make, let's make the crickets. Anyway, up. so that's what yeah. got me
1: thinking about this okay. topic. So there.
0: Um, that was not bleeping out your terrible curse <laughs> word. So I love this idea, and I I want to um. You know, I'm speaking of like being an adult learner, being, yeah. learning something that's tangential to your primary thing. So if you're a classical yeah. player, learning jazz. If you're jazz, learning classical. And I know yeah. so many jazz players, and I will say a lot, they're like, no, I don't do classical, I don't care. And they like, well, then you probably shouldn't take so many private students at the high school level because those kids want to make Allstate. Yeah. And if you're not able to play better than a high school Allstate player in classical, you're cheating those kids out of what they want to do. Unless yeah. you advertise, I am just 100% jazz. Yeah. In which case, like most working musicians, you're going to starve. Because the largest number of people playing saxophone in the United States are people in the middle school and high school band programs. Yeah, And to get first chair, to make all say, they need a concert saxophone background. And yeah. so really should not cheat the students, I think we need to do both very well. But I know a yeah. lot of jazz players are like, I just don't do that. I don't do that. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's not a real thing. Who makes a living? You don't make a living playing jazz anyway, Larry. <laughs> you make a living teaching. So- my point being, but that, that tangential, we both need to work on yeah. either sides. But yeah. I heard an interview on North Carolina radio a number of years ago, or actually it was NPR, and it was a well-known saxophonist that teaches at a major university uh, that has moved through the ranks, but this person was teaching this high school kid jazz, and he was saying, well, you know, I do teach jazz, this this professor, and they were having clips of him playing with his students, Says, but I don't perform jazz. Oh. And I thought, well, then how, <laughs> yeah. how do you get good at it? Yeah. How do you like you know? Because
1: you really do have to step out there and and just like do it right. Perform and it was it. That, like, "Oh, yeah. don't
0: perform because it's is my reputation." And like, "Oh man, oh. life's life's too short." Well, so that I, was the, I, they did yep. not say this literally. That was yeah, no, the, yeah,
1: but that's what they meant. That but, was the but but I understand that because that's of course why I worked my tail off to make sure that I could show up at that gig right. and do a decent job because it it is. My reputation when I'm getting hired and getting paid to play. Right. So yeah. you had to say, like, yeah. yes,
0: I don't have a chorus of great solo under my belt because that's not my primary. So right. you went and did the homework. I went and did the homework. And then you were open to feedback.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a, Yes, absolutely. And that's and, amazing. Yeah. And um, I got a thumbs up from the conductor and I got a little bow after one of the Wait, solos. Which finger up? was up when the conductor did it?
0: <laughs> it was a thumbs up. Oh, it was the thumb. Flow. Okay. Th- okay, yeah, yeah, thumb. And, and, the, and the conductor gave me like this way <laughs> up, way up symbol with his longest finger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, luckily it wasn't that. Yeah. yeah. So, But I had a great time. The guys that, that play over with that, that band are really great.
0: So I want to talk about, uh, yeah. I'm fascinated with lifelong learning because yeah. my bread and butter is is people that have taken a huge gap or have never played music before yeah. and are now getting really serious about it. And I think part of the fun is um, the kind of people that just like, I just want to blow a few notes and have a hoot a uh, fun. You know, yeah. I want to play the Pink Panther. They don't seek me out. They right. like the idea of like, how good can I get at this? And yeah. the ones that I'm seeing taking off, they've they've adopted a mindset that like I they believe they can get. Really yeah. substantially good, and I think there yeah. needs to be this belief in that you can learn as an adult. Yeah, and there's studies on. Um, now, tell us about the latest studies on neuroplasticity, Sue.
1: Ah, the latest studies on neuroplasticity. Geez, Wally, I think it's probably that it exists, <laughs> <laughs> and that our right. brain is more elastic than we think. <laughs> and, right,
0: and uh, and neurons that fire together, wire together. Sue, that's all there I remember from the from the, yep. the Huberman podcast. you used to
1: think that like at some point you could you couldn't really like learn more and add more but that's just really not no, true no i you know
0: i used to i learning. used to have a belief and here's the thing if you believe you have a limitation you get to keep them and it's yeah. it is true like if you believe yeah. you can't do something congratulations you win and no one's going to be able to prove right. you otherwise so i used to believe that unless you could play jazz proficiently by a certain age you're host, you're right. done so
1: i was told that explicitly many times i
0: remember you telling yep. that story and yep. so like i am just Terrible. way too stubborn and i was like i just Good want to go you. do this and so i've by learning jazz as a secondary language, um, it's really opened up what I think is possible in my life. Yeah. And so now, oh, that's so cool. I'm actually trying to learn auto automotive mechanics. You're joking. Yeah, I'm completely joking. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got
1: to call your wife. No, like, uh, okay, it's no. like it's like my husband does a lot of stuff around the house, but not plumbing. If right. it's plumbing, I'm I'm supposed to say
0: uh, call an exorcist.
1: That's yeah. I'm supposed to say um, is that isn't that plumbing and he's supposed to say oh yeah that's right you're supposed to tell me if it's plumbing right because <laughs> then we don't do because water
0: yeah so i think as adults we need to learn and, and yeah. i know you have yeah. always said every time you learn something about jazz <sighs> it makes your classical better and i think oh, vice versa to yes. everything i learned something about more about classical i think more about how i play jazz and every yeah. time i listen to, to hillary hahn play classical violin i get better at everything
1: oh my god yeah yeah so yeah. i think lifelong learning and for
0: my adult students and the adult listeners out there Really, that belief that you can um become a really great player without that belief, you're host, yeah. and say so you did believe, and it never happened. what's
1: what, the harm in that?
0: What's the harm in that? But what's it does, but it literally can I really think it needs that belief in that identity. yeah, that, um a friend of mine that owns a design firm doesn't talk about goals. He doesn't like the idea of goals. He likes the idea of a, a pyramid of you first come up with your identity. Your identity forms your habits. Your habits inform your results. Uh, then I added to that that this all takes place in, in an environment. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah, but yeah. I think like, yeah, that belief that we can learn. So as an adult, yeah. what else, or what are you learning? I'll, t- I'll tell you something I'm learning right now. Sluggish is a, a snail pace, but I'm still learning it. So I took my 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 formal school, in, my formal school into the schoolhouse, was classical so yeah. I had everything all the way through Shankarian analysis post tonal analysis the doctoral level oh and yeah I had piano proficiencies but it was always classical piano proficiencies right so now I am learning my jazz voicings on piano
1: oh wow that's awesome
0: oh and not to the listener um
1: that's <laughs> has I gotta say like really it, it is scary
0: well, it's not scary it's because I've just like my ego yeah, is is, that's- is different from that and so like yeah, and if so like if really competent jazz players like, "Oh man, you you can't even play this, you know, this voicing and the 12 keys like no, but I no. can do a set class analysis."
1: I remind my students all the time when they're listening to recordings and they get depressed that they can't play as well as the recordings and I remind them, "Well, you know, the person on that recording Also, at some point in their life, couldn't do that either. That's very true. So, and my my thing, it's funny because you were asking me earlier, what's an adult? I'm thinking about my college students. They already have this, I call it the little devil that sits on your shoulder and says, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're never going to get that. Yeah. You're not good enough, Joe. And I always tell them, you need to flick that little guy off your shoulder. Just mm-hmm. get rid of him because you know helping you. know what that little guy you. on my shoulder
0: always says? He's always like, mm, Jared's better at that than you. Oh, you'll never yeah. use good as Jared. Yeah, exactly. That's what that, my little devil says. Yep. And you realize, like, super, great. I, well, you I, got to do
1: you. Yeah. You got to be you. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend in, in Buffalo who would always tell the students, you just got to do you. Just do what you do. You can't. What are you going to do? Stop playing the flute because you're not going to be, you know, the principal flute of the New York Phil. Well, how many people are going to be principal flute of the New York Phil? Yeah. and You know, like, like that, that one pers- at a time, right? For that person already your, exists. We don't need them. That, yeah. So does that mean you shouldn't play the flute because you're never going to get their position? No, right. of course it doesn't mean right. that. Right. Because do you enjoy playing the flute? Does no. it bring you— <laughs> Oh, you mean—we're
0: still—we're hypothetical. Right. Got it.
1: You know, if you love playing the flute right. and it brings joy to you— it doesn't matter what level you play it at as long as you're enjoying it. And of course, I think you should always try to get better. But if you don't want to try to get better, that's okay too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what we're talking about today is like, you know, just not giving up on yourself. If you want to learn how to do something, just just chip away at it every day a little bit.
0: Right. When, another neat thing is sometimes when we're close to it, like you don't realize like how fast your children are growing because you see them mm. every day. And yeah. so I have encouraged my students when they submit their their exams for feedback to me that they do it as part of a YouTube playlist because then it's Great. a need. So I've had students that have been in the academy enrolled for 16 months and it's really a hoot to go yeah. back and listen to their first exam submission and then go to that playlist, and because then it's just month after month recordings, and you can hear the progress clear as day, and it's oh, really, yeah. and I think that is another thing that can help shape beliefs.
1: That's really important to document it, so you can really see yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and you look back, and you're like, oh, look how much you've grown.
1: I'm playing this piece with the Chompy String Quartet that Scott Lindroth wrote for Soprano Sax with String Quartet, and mm-hmm. that's another thing that has been a really, really great learning experience, because- you know, the saxophone and the strings are obviously <laughs> very different instruments. They're played very differently, Right. and trying to like blend in and match articulations or not match when it's it's you know appropriate not to. But then to record rehearsals and go listen to them, and the things you learn just listening to yourself, it's it's you know it's very humbling to listen to <laughs> you yourself play. You know, with such great musicians, but also I've learned. So much playing with them. And mm-hmm. now we're working on a, a concert program with my my saxophone quartet that we're performing soon. And I've recorded a couple of rehearsals and it is, it's downright painful to listen to and be like, whoa, I had no idea, you know, that the balance was that bad or that I was playing. Why am I doing that? And, you know, you learn so much listening to yourself and you can always get better. It doesn't matter right. how good you are. You can always get better.
0: Yeah. You got to balance that, like, the uh, constructive and don't beat yourself up, and because yes, yeah, cause, yes,
1: yeah. Well, and there are some things where it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to fix that by the concert, but there's some things that I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing
0: that. That's so important. So yeah.
1: we we suggested that on the I think the last time we recorded, record yourself and listen, mm-hmm. um, and you'll you that's a really good thing to do. <laughs> I funny that to be
0: really really important in my with my my virtual students is yeah. that them recording themselves they're hearing it. And so sometimes they'll submit uh, something for feedback from me and they'll like, I'm hearing this in my playing. And like, well, first of all, that's my job to point it out because I I need that. Otherwise I'll be unemployed. But (laughs) no, I mean, it's amazing. Like they'll like, so I'll say something two months ago, they'll play and record their exam. Like, ah, here's my exam. But I heard that thing you're talking about.
1: Yeah. But then I almost feel like as a teacher- my job is done when I get them to hear it. And then you know what yeah, no, Our job
0: is never done, we need employment too. So.
1: <laughs> the other thing is though, you're gonna hear something that they didn't hear. Yeah. And so there's, and then they're gonna fix that thing that's kind of catching your ear. And the next thing, then there's gonna be another thing that needs to be fixed. Cause that's how we, we just keep getting better We all keep the time. getting
0: better problems. Yeah. We get more yeah. sophisticated problems. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of problems. Okay. We got, hold on, we got to open up the mailbag. Um, okay, uh, let's see if this is the mailbag. That's not the mailbag. <laughs> the
1: you got this new toy here. That's I not the some mailbag. Want, want, okay, so yeah, uh,
0: I don't have any of the sound effects. You're gonna uh, have
1: to label those.
0: <laughs> sadly, they are. Okay, so um, we it. got we got three questions today. We're gonna do oh, rapid fire. So, so first yeah. is from uh, Pat. Pat is a saxophonist. Uh, plays a lot of in concert band. Just bought a brand new <gasps> silver plated uh, Summer Mark Six.
1: Oh, oh uh, yeah.
0: Holy so she's cow. out there in California. This is her question. Assuming you don't have time for all three, how can you tell when you would benefit more from structured private lessons versus transcribing versus private improvisation versus jamming with groups if you could do only one which has the most payback? Oh my gosh.
1: If you could only do, of course you should do all of those things. Yeah, but that's not the question, (laughs) Sue. I know it. Um... I would say playing with groups, but that's because I love to play with other people, but it depends on the groups. Are the groups, um, you know, just where you're kicking back for fun, you should do that. Or are they groups where you're playing with people who are either at the same level or better. So they're challenging you and you're getting better. Um, and practicing the music for those groups actually takes you some time and attention. So it kind of depends on that, but. Hmm. hmm. I'm going to disagree. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or as we call it, Monday. So I actually think um, I've played in big bands, combos, concert bands. Saxophone quartet is a slight different thing because that's a whole nother beast. Yeah. But I will say that for me, those, it's kind of like an Abersold recording. It's a chance to do what you're doing in context. Yeah. It doesn't get you better at it. If yeah. all you ever do is blow over the changes in the context of a rhythm section, yeah. or all you're doing is playing in a big band or concert band, I when you can- see how many amateurs that, um, and I don't mean that as an insult, but the yeah. amateur, the person that it's not their day job, they yeah. love doing it. How many people have we seen sit in a concert man when that's the only time they play and they've been doing it for 20 years? They've never gotten any better.
1: No, of course not. Right, yeah, but they're having yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I want yeah, everyone yeah, playing
0: yeah. this act when having fun. Um, jamming with groups, same thing. Incredibly fun. I don't see a lot of growth there. I think it would be very, so I think if you only had time for one, it would be transcribing and private improvisation. Yeah. Now the problem's going to come- though. <laughs> okay, transcribing and then applying that. So basically yeah, the private practice. Sure. Yeah, I would spend yeah, yeah. the bulk of my time yeah. by myself transcribing and yeah. basically my curriculum at the academy. That's what yeah. we do is we transcribe little bits. Yeah. We put it in context and we practice improvising those four bars at a time. Doing yeah. response exercises. And then, but here's the thing. If you don't record yourself, then it's not going to be as helpful. Yeah. So it's that feedback. But at the, at the same time, and a lot of people that play constantly in ensembles never get better because they're not right. recording themselves and giving back. Right. I have a, a right. student who's um a very bright uh psychiatrist and they record their group. And you yeah. can and that's and he can point out what's not going yeah. very well. So if you're doing the 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 transcription and private private practice, yeah. practicing improvisation yeah. by yourself, record it. Yeah. And then get feedback, and then document yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I think if you only had time for one, but then you got to go out and play with other people. Sometimes, Yeah.
1: I think it kind of you have to assess how your your personal like organization and dedication and ability to actually do the thing. You know yeah, that, you know, what I'm saying like if you're going to do that, I think that is definitely the best thing. If, if you're like disciplined and you're like okay, every, if you can do it, yeah, if you, know, you can my, do it. So yeah. my wife
0: is a um, practices obesity medicine. Yeah. And so she takes in patients uh, right now, she's going to be doing, a. she's actually, I think it doesn't matter what she, she's. she's going to be, she's doing a whole new job, which is incredibly exciting. But oh, right now awesome. she can only take patients that have a BMI of 30 or over. Right. And she was saying, you know, like, well, there are some eating patterns that are fantastic. Like yeah. ketogenic is fantastic right. for right. someone that is insulin resistant, type two diabetes, make rapid progress, blah, blah, blah. She's like, but it's only great if, if you
1: can do it. If you can do
0: it. And it's not that it won't work, but it's like, if that's going to make them person like, yeah. so miserable that they can't stick to it. And they think, well, I'd rather just have a BMI of 50 than be this miserable. Then that's not a good fit for that patient. It's like
1: my example of the gym. So I have in the past bought gym memberships. <laughs> and then I just don't-
0: oh, I, I'm laughing at myself, not used to Sue.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. And then I just like, I don't go. And so what I do like to do is I like to go for walks. It's yes. not as strenuous. But the thing about going for a walk is I actually do it. So, you know, it's not just I'm think I'm going to try to get on a on a schedule of going for walks. I actually go out every single morning with my husband and the dog and we take a walk every single morning. It is just part of our morning routine and then often later in the day we'll go for another walk and that's kind of like a bonus and on weekends when we have time, we'll take a little longer walk. So since I do that, that is really great exercise for me. Is it the best exercise i could be doing no because what would be better would be to you know work out a little harder a little more aerobic a little bit more strength training but i don't do that
0: <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, if, yeah, yeah. but if
1: i would do it so yeah if you will get yourself on a routine of transcribing mm-hmm. and and improvising and recording that that's awesome
0: well that yeah, when that's, that's awesome. That's, do it. My entire program that's, has the end yeah. of the month accountability to get it. Yeah, on that. so
1: that's the perfect thing. And yeah. if you're in a group in a community where that's you're what you being need. encouraged, even if you're to not part it. of like yep.
0: the Saxophone Academy, my private community, join something where some, yeah. there's, I mean, obviously join mine. Uh, Pat oh, actually yeah, is one of my members, one of my <laughs> students. So I could say, like, Pat, do my curriculum. Uh, Sal, Sal has a, a question. Oh, you know, you have to practice and make a schedule, but life often finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> to jack up your training schedule. He's a retired <laughs> Marine, which is why. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. There has to be a way to fix it. Any other suggestions? So <sighs> like when life throws a curveball, we both had this.
1: All the time.
0: So what do you all do when time. life throws you a curveball?
1: I just practice when I can. And I just, I don't have a good answer for this because we all have the same problem, right. right? I intend to practice every single day. And most days I get there for at least a little bit. And I guess that would be my advice. Um, If you can at least get there for a little bit, don't beat yourself up if if you miss a day a week.
0: Yeah, or even like, or even
1: two. No, I mean
0: some. I <laughs> some of my students will miss several weeks. Oh, you know, yeah. they're on the road traveling. I, oh, well, I, have, yeah. I have a what student do? that uh, that that sells pharmaceuticals.
1: What can you do? Yeah,
0: and like on the road and does his does his best, with like you know, like you know, some of them do their best with a, the little Yamaha practice. Oh and yeah, thing of Right on. Badooey, as my daughter would say, anything you don't know the name of is a Badooey. It's
1: a Badooey. The Badooey. dad was the something <laughs> I was like I know thingy. what you mean, honey.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But when you do practice, don't don't feel like. I used to have this mindset, Wally, where it's like, "Oh, I only have like forty-five minutes. It's not even worth it." And oh my god, if I could I go back forty-five like, minutes, it. and now I'm like, "Oh, if I could go back in time and practice all of those 40
0: minutes. look out, 30, out, Brand from Ross! I got forty-five
1: minutes. I know and Even thirty of those forty-five minutes. Every time I said, "Oh, I may as well just go get a coffee. I don't have time to practice." When I was in college and stuff, right? And now I'm like, you know what? If you've got forty-five minutes. Get that horn out and, and you know, set a timer for a half hour or whatever if you need to make sure you don't, you know, you got to get to something. Right. Just use those little bits of time that just get away from us.
0: I would use, it, uh, that's a fantastic advice. And I do the same thing. I would even add one more thing is to ask that what were you trying to accomplish in the practice session? Mm. Was it to spend 45 minutes playing the saxophone? Or was it to get better improvisation or to improve your tone or whatever? And I think, how could you do that? And it's, the goal is not 45 minutes. We don't, the goal no, is not to time be- is not the goal. Walking no. around your block for 45 minutes. It's to, yeah. you know, for fitness, it's burning calories, cardiovascular health, sunshine, vitamin E, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, to judge your neighbor's lawns. I, I love that. Because oh, I know you yeah. can't go to the gym and judge someone else's body. That makes you a horrible person. Yeah. But I can walk around the suburbs and say like, mm, Larry, begonias aren't looking so good. <laughs> and I feel fine with that. I feel- Well,
1: and I, when I walk, I usually have a couple of different circuits. And so when I'm going on there, I'm, I'm going to do that circuit and come home Judge
0: their lawn and yes. judge
1: the lawns. On, of course, well, that's yeah. kind of implied, right?
0: Ooh, Ooh Ashley Barrett, you're uh, <laughs> she's your neighbor. Yeah, okay. Her,
1: her lawn looks lovely.
0: I, okay, I, I'll take a word for that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I do actually walk so, by yeah, your house think about, quite often. So I know, a b- friend of ours, professor at, uh, oh, at, uh, at the UN local St- university. Yeah,
1: right.
0: <laughs> so Sal, I would I would say, <laughs> anytime your, your your training schedule is jacked up, have that MP3 in a loop of what you're trying to learn. There's yeah. so many other ways to make amazing progress. Because oh, remember, yeah. the goal is idea. not yeah. to put 100 rounds down range. The, right. the, the goal is to improve your aim or yeah. to learn how to zero your rifle. He's a Marine, so I'm trying my best to come up with that. <laughs> but I was Army, so we had a lot of naps <laughs> and movie nights. <laughs> I as, my, as my Marine friends make fun of me. So, uh, so I'll think of what you can do also in the meantime. And I will tell mm. you, if if listening, listening, listening. I was
1: just thinking that, yeah. Listening, listening, if you can't. Can't play, then listen.
0: And that's as good as training in many respects.
1: Sometimes on my drive, when I don't feel like listening to my audio book, I'll put on a a Spotify playlist that I've made of all the music that my students are learning and all the music that I'm learning. That's you know, really helpful. You
0: know what a great playlist is? I'll po- I think if I can find the link, we have a Spotify playlist called the Academy 20, which is 20 jazz standards we think everyone should have memorized. Awesome. the most common. Oh, yeah. So we're making a goal for our students to build a repertoire of 20 jazz standards so they could play a gig at a coffee shop, go to the jam session.
1: Oh, I'll, make, a, I'll make sure I make a mark on that yeah. so, so I can so listen to that. So plop on, on the too. Academy
0: 20 and start learning these, these jazz oh, standards. Awesome. Yeah, and they're highly biased towards the ones I like.
1: Well, <laughs> that's as it should be. It's... Well, there, there
0: is some even non-West Coast school school jazz
1: yeah and i'll I'll bet there's like a a method and a reason that those songs are all on there wally i
0: don't know i I just like (laughs) them i outsource a lot of this stuff okay so robert robert has a question (laughs) online sax offerings are very structured like what i teach yeah there seems to be a big gap in discussions about actually playing with others and i followed up so i'm going to clarify Mm -hmm. this in a second how does that part get worked into the structured practice routines online or otherwise so so what he's asking is you know, like, hey, Dr. Wally or whatever saxophone yeah. teacher. You're a saxophone teacher and call us on Sue. these skills, these exercises, yeah. this etude, this piece, and that's, and you never have enough time to get it all done. Right. And yet, then you got to go play with your ensembles or right. your chamber groups. Yeah. How do you work that out? How do you structure your practice to make that all work?
1: How, Sue? How? For my students or it's, for me?
0: <laughs> okay, so you got a student. Say Robert yeah. came to see you. Yeah. And like I said, all right, so Robert, this is what we're going to do. So my, my structure is my, my students always work on three things every practice session. Sound, I have prescribed exercise, zero tone studies. Yep. They work on technique. We have yep. our skill studies, our technical studies, yep. and artistry where they work on yep. their etude and improvisation. Same, yeah. So, but say Robert is playing with a local group. Yeah. How does he work that into his practice time? Give him the exact right answer. Go while I refill. <laughs> and I'm going to refill my you're tea. going to refill your yeah. tea. While
1: you- How does he structure that? Well, in his repertoire section, he's got to work in that band music. <laughs> and, you know, if the concert's soon, you better get that worked in sooner than later. And actually, the sooner you lure- learn your parts for a group you're playing in, the better, so that you don't make the conductor too nervous. <laughs> oh,
0: I know. Do you need, do you need more tea I'm soon? good. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it, it, you yeah, just, that you, you don't
0: skip out on your tone studies. You don't skip no. out on your technical studies. No. It's it's in put the it time in the that repertoire you would be like, time. the repertoire yep. time, what yep. I call artistry. Yeah. Um, and you put just have to there. carve out some time in there.
1: Yeah. And another thing you can do with band music is, you know, get a piece of paper and write down, or write on the music if you need to, with little X's in the margin, whatever works for you and makes it easy so you actually do it. Um, identify the places you have to practice because you do not usually need to practice your band music from top left to bottom right. There's usually some sections that are hard. Exactly. So focus your time. If you have limited time, oh my gosh, when my kid was a baby and I was trying to squeeze in, you know, tiny little practice sessions, you know, during naps or uh, like in the half hour here or there where I had any time to even think for myself, I would really focus on those difficult passages and I didn't have time to play through pieces. Right. So focus. Yeah. yeah, you
0: don't have to count out the 32 bars of rest. I mean, he knows
1: this. <laughs> or play the whole notes that are in the I background. I will say, the part. other thing is, <laughs> a lot that. of these larger <laughs>
0: ensemble pieces or big band pieces. Like for instance, if I were sitting with a local big band, yeah. I'm not, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. And they're doing some Duke Ellington.
1: That you've done 10 times. Well, I have not. Okay.
0: No, uh, but I would, I mean, some of them, I've played like the, I've played a couple of the suites and a couple of the individual pieces. Right. But um, listen to the recordings. <laughs> That'll Amen. save you so much time. Just having the entrances and knowing how it's gonna sound is gonna guide you. Um, and so that that's gonna be go a long way. It's just in like I will admit, I never, ever, 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 ever listened to the concert band recordings when I was in grad school. No, I didn't either. Uh, because no. I I hated it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, no offense to But John. now
1: when I do that stuff, I do actually listen, you know, when I filled in for somebody for the the triangle, you know the wind ensemble. I did go listen to all of the band recordings that they of the pieces that they were doing on their concert helped me tremendously because I had to step sure. in with sound check and play the concert. Yeah. So I, yeah, I did. It was actually pretty thrilling. They played beautiful music.
0: See, so pretend like you're that. Who asked you to do that? You, you've already told us, but like who who was the person that asked you?
1: Um, well, Evan Feldman. Was okay, the so yeah. So pretend
0: you're Evan. Yeah. And I'm you. Yeah. Ask me to do that.
1: Okay. Hey, Wally, I'm in a bind. My first no. alto. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What got- no, honestly, honestly, Evan, what were you going to say?
1: My, my you're gonna, I see you pouncing here. <laughs> my first alto no. soprano saxophone player got sick and I need a sub the day after tomorrow. Would you please come and play? <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah. No is my new favorite word.
1: It's very freeing, isn't it? It is very freeing. Anytime you can say no, it just makes sense. I, I can't say, but
0: then, then yeah. you don't get asked anymore. But no, I'm, of course uh, not. At this point in my life, I'm, I'm really fine with it. I know
1: you cause, are. Cause- but listening to the music that you're going to play. So, one of our dear friends, um, Inarazan Mane, who's a pianist. Mm-hmm. So, she is constantly amazed with
0: my oh, poor gosh. rhythm.
1: No, with people who come in to have rehearsals
0: and don't know the piece, like don't, what the interludes right. are. Oh my God. Don't
1: know yeah. when to come in. Yeah, And she's like, really? Couldn't they figure that out before they come in? And then she shrugs her shoulder. It, it, this isn't going to be published, right? Nobody's going to hear this, right? No,
0: this- she shrugs
1: her shoulder. She's like, well, you know, it's their time with me that, that they're wasting. You know, she's right. got a certain amount of time where she's with each student. So that's one one thing that I learned pretty early on to spend the time doing that. Back when I was paying for accompanists in college, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Uh that rehearsal was less productive than it should have been because I didn't have my act together, and so then I started studying the score, putting cues in the part, and being ready because I was paying that pianist to be right. there. So you know, she's like, "Well, you know, if you're not prepared and don't know when to come in, we have to do that entrance four times for you to figure it out. That's your money." You should have like yeah, a little exactly.
0: taxi meter, like you know. Yeah.
1: So I learned pretty early on. Oh. Wait, I could save an hour of rehearsal and that's X number of dollars right. if I just know my stuff and have studied the score and got some cues in my part.
0: Yep. That's a good strategy. Yeah. Well, that I think is wow. what we have time for today with the the theme here is say no. More no. <laughs> the theme is
1: <laughs> Well, it might be in some using cases that, that as a time, lifelong yeah, learner. <laughs> like
0: These pockets of no extra time of listening can can really like yeah. disturb. And also, like if it's a piece that has been recorded. Like, how many times have you had a student that didn't listen to it and then missed a carry-through accidental and ingrained it
1: yes. incorrectly? And yes. they didn't hear
0: that it was wrong. Right. Like, and like, yeah, so much can be solved by just listening to music. And if you don't enjoy listening to it, then, you know. Yeah. Well, you
1: should question well, it. Yeah, and that's something I had to face down, you know, a lot, being a classical saxophone player because— a. A lot of the music I have decided I actually do like because I started making playlists of that music. And I thought, well, why am I playing this music if I don't actually like to listen to it? So I started making the fat playlists. paychecks, that's why. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's totally it. <laughs> well, I love playing new music and right. I find that exciting. Um, so, you know, that's been a lot of the adventure. And I like playing the saxophone, but, you know, I started making playlists and listening and really enjoying a lot of the music and enjoying the performances and the artistry that a lot of my colleagues around the world bring to it.
0: And it's one of the neat things that especially being, well, even in the jazz world too, like there's not many new jazz recordings that come out where I can't at some point reach out and meet and chat with the person that recorded it, Um, which is really fun. In the the classical world, um, it's kind of neat. These are our friends and our colleagues. Yeah. So, that's cool. and that's why it's so much fun to bad mouth and mercilessly.
1: <laughs> but you've said this before on the podcast many times, it's important to enjoy the process yeah. to enjoy learning and to enjoy spending time, playing the saxophone and, and getting better at it. And so, you know, have fun with that.
0: Yeah. Have fun.
1: And we do too. Even, even though we're like quote unquote professionals, you know, I'm still having fun and I learn all the time. Yeah. I'm never done.
0: Never done learning. No, no, no. no. Yeah. One of these days, uh, you know, what is it? Public assaults. Oh, the, the that's a great like, quote. Yeah. You're 80, whatever. Why do you,
1: sir, why are you still practicing?
0: Because I'm getting, better. <laughs> I'm getting exactly. better. I'm still getting better.
1: I'm still getting better.
0: I think that's a great place to live. All right. We've got more questions in the Bag. We will get to next week. Yes. Uh, so if we didn't get to your question this week, promise you, we, we will get to your question. Yeah. And keep sending you those questions. questions. Yeah. Hey, you guys All right. are awesome. Have a fantastic week and take
1: care. Go practice. Go practice. <laughs>